Locked on Longhorns, the show. Jonathan Davis, your host. Today we're talking about the injuries to Quinn Ewers and Hudson Card and how that will affect this football team moving forward. Plus, are their goals of getting to the Big 12 championship game still attainable with their two top quarterbacks on the depth chart being hurt? And then also, I want to talk about this defense and how I feel like this defense is going to have to carry this football team uh, while their starting quarterbacks are out. Um, and they're going to have to lean on this defense uh, to win football games, which I know sounds crazy with Sark being the head coach and all the talent they have on the offensive side. But we'll talk about that in this episode. But first, we have to talk about the biggest storyline coming out of the Alabama game, which is that Quinn Ewers, uh, all reports that I've seen uh, say that he's supposed to be out four to six weeks. Um, they said that he could come back. The earliest he could come back is the Oklahoma game, which would be really less than four weeks. That's less than a month away. That game being on October 8th uh, with a shoulder injury. And then you have Hudson Card, who is dealing with the ankle sprain. Um, it's been reported that it's of the high ankle sprain variety. Uh, so typically those keep you out for a little bit. And so I wouldn't anticipate him starting this weekend on Saturday against UTSA. We know Quinn Ewers won't be playing against UTSA. So that leaves you uh, Charles Wright, <laughs> the red shirt freshman uh, from Austin High. And then Malik Murphy, the true freshman uh, from Junipero Serra in, in California. Now, Sark came out and said Malik Murphy is not healthy. Um, and so that would leave you with Charles Wright unless Hudson Card is, is healthy enough to play this week. And so um, Alabama's violent, man. When you look at it, you know, now you're you're possibly starting your third string quarterback this week. There's a possibility that B. John Robinson might not play uh, this week due to a shoulder. Um, and I think we're still awaiting to see uh, what's going on with Deshaun Jamison. Although Sark called all four of those players day to day. I'm not sure how many of them are truly day to day. But uh, Sark learning a little bit more from Nick Saban on the way out, I guess. Uh, Sark talked about. Learning from adversity, dealing with adversity, learning how to deal with adversity, I should say. And now he has to deal with a ton of adversity because he just lost Quinn Ewers and, and might have lost Hudson Carr, um, at least for a, a game or, or maybe two. And so now you may have to start Charles Wright this Saturday. But the expectations and the goals of this football team did not change, even though you lost Quinn Ewers. When we said that this team should go to the Big 12 championship game, compete for a Big 12 title. I know I said that. I've been saying that since January and never wavered on it. That was with the assumption that Quinn Ewers would be the starting quarterback. But I would assume that this football team still believes they can make the Big 12 championship, and I would assume Sark is still going to put all of his resources towards making the Big 12 championship. I mean, conference play hasn't even started. But now the same expectations and, and goals you had with Quinn Ewers, you now have to make those a reality, at least for right now, with Charles Wright or Hudson Carr. And when I look at the Big 12 this year, I don't think that a team can make the Big 12 championship game with two with more than two losses. I think two losses is your ceiling if you still want to be in the Big 12 championship game this year. So either Sark is going to have to find a way to win these conference games in Texas Tech and West Virginia and maybe Oklahoma if Quinn Ewers isn't back by then without Quinn or if they stumble in one or multiple of those games, hopefully not, then Quinn Ewers has to come back and go on a run in conference play when he gets back from injury. And when you look at it, 
whether it's Hudson Card or, or Charles Wright, you're asking a lot for them to be able to go into Lubbock. Now, thankfully, that game is at 2.30. I thought it was going to be at night. You know, Lubbock at night gets scary. But you're asking them at 2.30 to, to go to Lubbock and take on a, a team that looks better than they were last year in a tough road environment at Lubbock and win that game. I know West Virginia is 0-2, but they're putting up a lot of points, and I think they're better than their record. You're asking either Hudson Card or Charles Wright to beat that team albeit in Austin, but beat that team. And then if Quinn Ewers is not backed by the Red River shootout, you're asking Hudson Card or Charles Wright to go out there and win that game. And y'all know I'm as confident as any Longhorn, you know, content creator, Longhorn fan. We drink more Kool-Aid on Locked On Longhorns than any other show. Now, granted, everything we've drank Kool-Aid for on this show, we've been right about, you know, damn near. Um, But... You know, I think that's asking a lot. I don't know if we've seen enough from Hudson Card. We damn sure haven't seen enough from Charles Wright to confidently say with conviction, I'm confident Charles Wright or Hudson Card can go into Lubbock and win that game. I'm confident or with conviction that Hudson Card or, or Charles Wright can beat West Virginia at home this year. I'm confident or have conviction that Charles Wright or Hudson Card can beat Oklahoma in the Red River shootout. Now, do I have confidence that Sark will put his players in the best position to win that game, including his quarterback? Yes. Do I have confidence that the pieces around Charles Wright and Hudson Carr can elevate themselves to the point to where they can beat these opponents that are still less talented, even without your top two quarterbacks? Yes. Do I believe that this defense in the second year with Pete Kukowski and the addition of Gary Patterson has made them a unit to be reckoned with? And do I think that this defense can help this team win these games until they become an offensive team again, or at least a balanced team when Quinn Ewers comes back and is slinging the ball like he was in the first quarter against Alabama. Yes, I do believe that. But their goals and expectations of winning a Big 12 championship have not changed since Quinn Ewers and Hudson Carr went out. And so Sark is going to have to find a way with either Hudson Carr when he comes back or possibly even Charles Wright this week to steady the ship and continue to maintain the intensity that Texas played with on September 10th against Alabama, because you have no room for error. You have no margin for error. You have no room to, to take weeks off like the game against UTSA, notwithstanding, right? Because that game doesn't affect your ultimate goal of getting to the big 12 championship game and Texas is not playing in the national championship this year. Right. So your only goal is to get to the, the big 12 championship game and, and win that and, and, and be in a good bowl game. Uh, Sark is going to have to take Charles Wright or Hudson card and keep this team afloat until Quinn Ewers can come back hundred percent healthy and get back to slinging the ball. Like he was against ULM and against Alabama, because I think we all saw, I saw at least, let me speak for myself, that with Quinn Ewers at the helm playing like he was, this team should be the clear favorite to win the Big 12. So I think that, you know, the earlier Quinn Ewers can come back, the better. But we know he's going to be out at least, I would say, three games. I, I think you can put that in Sharpie, that Quinn Ewers is going to at least be out three games. And so how does Sark keep this team afloat? Uh, during those three games to assure that when Quinn Ewers comes back, they still have a chance to win the Big 12 championship. Just how does Sark deploy this offense with Charles Wright at the helm 
to still be explosive enough to score enough points to win games? And does this defense, which we'll talk about next, come with the intensity that allows them to take pressure off of this offense and win games on that side of the ball as they were almost able to do against uh, Alabama? So we'll talk about this defense next and why I think this Texas team is going to have to lean on this defense. But Sark talked all offseason about how when they went five and seven last year, they didn't have the right players. They didn't have the right culture and they didn't respond to adversity throughout this offseason. And through the first two weeks, I've seen a different energy. I've seen a different culture. I've seen a different set of players. And now, at least until Quinn Ewers comes back, we'll see how this football team responds to adversity. A quick word from Upside and the Longhorn real estate team, and then we'll talk about this Longhorn defense and why they have to step up to the challenge if this team still wants to make it to the Big 12 championship. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside, because Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use my promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase or $10 or more. Yes, download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code Locked and dwell in Austin and Hill Country mortgages have combined to make your Longhorn real estate team. And if you're in the Austin area for all your real estate needs, please visit www.longhornrealestateteam.com because in a changing, more complex market, you need to work with the top professionals in Austin. Our data and information driven approach gives our clients a significant advantage. Decades of experience in all market conditions makes us able to achieve the best results for our clients and our clients for years have outperformed the market, leveraging our proprietary research, information and expertise, which is now more important than ever. Once again, dwell in Austin and Hill Country mortgages have combined to make your Longhorn real estate team. And if you're in Austin for all your real estate needs, please visit www.longhornrealestateteam.com. Dot com Hill Country Mortgages LLC NMLS 2324262 Jonathan Sarver NMLS 993872 Equal Housing Opportunity All offseason we talked about man if this defense can just get into the top 75 top 60 we'll be all right because this offense is going to be explosive And with all offseason I talked about and I you know believe all of the other blogs and, and Texas content creators and People that cover Texas talked about this defense should be better, right? You had a lot of experience. You moved some players and positions around, but you had a lot of experience on this defense. Uh, the second year in P. Kukowski's system, uh, the first time that this Texas defense has been in the same defensive system uh, for two years. In the last four years, they had three different um, defensive coordinators, and now P. Kukowski in his, is in his second year. Um, you had Gary Patterson, uh, that addition. Uh, just really uh, sound coaching on that side. And sometimes it takes time. You know, I think you've seen from the first two weeks, this defense is more comfortable in that system. They're flying to the ball and they know what they're doing. I don't think that they were as comfortable with the system as they were last year, as they are this year. And I think it shows. And 
I know it's early uh, in the season, but your Texas Longhorns defense are only giving up 15 points a game. Yes, in two weeks, they've only given up 30 points total, 15 points a game. And that uh, defense that we said needs to be top 75 or top 60 for Texas to compete is currently top 50 in the nation. That's actually at number 50 exactly. Um, and that's after ULM and, and, and Alabama. So I would say they've been tested, right, because they just played the number one team in the country. So I know we've been uh, – taking a wait and see approach and we've kind of been qualifying everything the defense has done to this point, but they played Alabama now. So I think this defense is legit, but I think that Texas is going to have to lean on the defensive side of the ball to win football games until Quinn Ewers comes back healthy. And I know that sounds crazy because you still have Bijan, Roshan, that crazy stable of running backs. You still have that crazy, you know, amount of talent that wide receiver position with Xavier Worthy and Jordan Whittington. You still have a JT Sanders, but you have to understand, which I'm sure most of y'all do, right? But that this offense is not going to be the same without Quinn Ewers. Even you saw, you know, albeit he did get hurt. Um, and, you know, that's a tough situation to be thrown into. But once Quinn Ewers left the game, any drive that Hudson Card started against Alabama did not lead to more than three points. And you would have to assume that Hudson Card is further along than Charles Wright because there's a reason that he's second string and Charles Wright is third string. And so I'm not sure that you can count on this Texas offense to score 30-plus points a game like you could have with Quinn Ewers at the helm. Now, Sark, I believe, is a top three you know, play caller in the nation, and he's going to put this team and this offense in the best position to succeed. But I don't have enough data on my end to confidently say with conviction that Charles Wright or Hudson Carr can go out there and score 30 plus points a game to keep this offense afloat. I think that they can make plays. But what I'm more confident in saying is that this defense can continue to play at the level that they played against ULM in Alabama. And if this defense continues to play at the level that they played against ULM and against Alabama, that gives Texas the best chance to still end up in the Big 12 championship game this year because that defense is ferocious. This is a defense that pressured, you know, albeit their offensive line isn't what it used to be. They pressured the Alabama Crimson Tide and Bryce Young 22 times. Not only led to two sacks, but they pressured him 22 times. I think they hurried him 12 or 13 times, right? And so this is a defense that can get pressure on the quarterback. I think they have great linebacker play, and they've shown – um, for the most part, that they, they can cover on the back end. I think they did a great job of that against ULM, and, and they did a great job of that uh, against Alabama, you know, outside of a, really a few plays, but that didn't even have anything to do with coverage. They gave up a long run, and really Bryce Young just kind of worked his magic half with his running and half with them throwing to Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield against Alabama. So I think this defense is much improved, and they're going to have to continue uh, to play like that, like I said, in, in, in a, against UTSA. Um, you know, with Frank Harris, I think he's sixth in the nation in passing yards per game. This defense is going to have to shut him down for Texas to win this Saturday at a tough road environment against Texas Tech with Donovan Smith, a dual threat quarterback. The defense is going to have to show up and take pressure off of the offense uh, and a young quarterback in, in Charles Wright or Hudson Carter is going to be coming off of an injury um, and take the pressure off of the offense and help Texas win that game in a tough environment uh, against Donovan Smith, who's a dual threat quarterback. And Texas Tech is averaging over 40 points a game. If you look at the West Virginia game, once again, they're 0-2, but I think they're better than their record, but they're averaging almost 40 points a game um, against, you know, Pitt and then Kansas, who seems to be more solid than ever. They're turning that program around for real. 
Shout out to uh, Lance Leploid up there in, in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, but the defense is going to have to hold that offense down uh, and make sure that they give uh, their offense a chance to, to compete and win the game. And I think against Oklahoma, uh, the same thing. You know, I don't know if Oklahoma's offense is just daunting, but, you know, they're going to have their starting quarterback in that game from what we see right now. And we're not sure if Quinn Ewers will be back by then. So I think until Quinn Ewers comes back, this needs to be a defensive-led football team. I'm not saying that they can't score points, and I'm not saying that, you know, they still don't have a bunch of talent on offense. But we haven't seen, you know, Charles Wright lead an offense. All we've seen him do is hand the ball off against Texas Tech. And we don't know if Hudson Card is 100% healthy. But even when he was at Alabama, it didn't look like he could execute the offense to his full ability. And I'm just not sure with Sark having a pro-style offense and Hudson Card being a dual-threat, non-pro-style quarterback, how confident he'll ever be in this offense or this situation. I mean – keeping it a buck this is a quarterback that has lost his job twice right at the university of texas i just don't know how you continue to go out there i mean that that's grit and he showed grit on saturday but how you can continue to go out there and play with confidence um in the situation that hudson card is in and you know and i feel bad for him but it's a next man up mentality and either him or charles wright is gonna have to uh, go out there and steady the ship uh until quinn Ewers comes back but that's why i said i don't have enough data on my end to be confident in my conviction to say that they can do that. Right. And you don't want to put that type of pressure on Quinn Ewers when he comes back to say, okay, now go undefeated in conference play, right. To take us to the big 12 championship game. So I think that the defense needs to step up even more. A lot of people said, well, you know, it was Alabama. They, that they played up to that level because it was Alabama. No, they have to play to that level every week, how they approach the Alabama game. They have to approach UTSA, Texas tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma, and then continue after that if Quinn Ewers is not back. And then when Quinn Ewers is back, I think that this offense will be at the level back to scoring easily 35-plus points a game because that's what they averaged last year with Casey Thompson and Hudson Card. And then I think the defense will still be at a level, not giving up 15 points a game, but I could see them giving up 25 or less points a game. If that can happen and they can steady and maintain the ship, and if Sark can keep this team afloat until Quinn Ewers comes back, then their goals and aspirations of making the Big 12 championship game in Arlington, Texas in December are still intact. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Longhorns. I'm Jonathan Davis, your host, and thank you for all the love and support. Let's go 2-1 and one this week against UTSA. An analysis and preview of that game is coming later in the week. Hook them and peace.